Hey there, this is Andrew and I am bringing you a Winds of Exchange deck opening. This is one of the uh, special first print runs of Winds of Exchange from Keyforge Celebration. And uh, I opened both decks that came in my uh, initial goodie bag and then got two more for Sealed Alliance. And uh, I sold one of them to a friend, one of the ones from my goodie bag uh, who couldn't be there, and put up videos of the other ones. So what's this one? Well, I got decks two more ways. One is that um, the, uh, well, GG at Keyforge Celebration sold up to three decks extra per person because they had more than they had uh, thought they would. So that was kind of cool. And then uh, additionally, I got top four in Alliance and in uh, Alliance Standard. And I know you're thinking, how did that happen? Well, I had a real good deck that I borrowed most of from a friend, from one friend, and the last third of from another friend. And uh, anyway, these are not tamper-proof boxes, but I did not open this pre previously. So this really is a new deck. But anyway... Uh, yeah, so here it is. I have a few more of these. I think I'm going to open some of them playing sealed with friends locally, but I thought I'd do one on the stream here, and the ones I open for sealed will probably still show, but um, just might not be the first time I see them. So, all right. Wow. Cool. Uh, looks like we got Mars, Star Alliance, and Equidon, uh, and Strange Shell as our token um this seems tricky and i think i think it's not good strange shell but we'll see i i kind of want to have an open mind about it still uh so this is stainton the enemy of Mlibvitz. and um all right so while i'm opening it let's talk about strange shell so strange shell is a one power four amber token creature it uh it comes if you i'm not actually reading the deck here i'm just trying to open this uh this wrapper okay there we go so it comes with there it is flip it this way uh it comes with a creature called Scholar. now the strange which is a rare and so if you get that you get strange shell um, so Strange Shell itself is a one power beast with four armor. It can't fight or reap, but it has action, put it into your hand. So um, as a token, this is pretty bad. Unless, of course, you decide to take them all back to your hand, and now you have, you know, a ton of cards in your hand. I guess that could be kind of good, but it's a little, it's just a little awkward because statistically speaking, you probably have mostly uh well you probably have an even split of equidon and your other houses in terms of what what your tokens are and so um you know maybe you strange shell the the equidon ones back to your hand but the other ones if you put them back to your hand then you're not drawing cards some of them could be real good um but it, it just it's a little awkward so that's that's my feeling about it um yeah okay 
So let's put that aside and we'll go into the Star Alliance here. We'll start with, but, oh, but the last thing I'll say about Strange Shell is I could be wrong. Like, I, I really am trying to keep an open mind here. It could be that this is like, oh no, this is like archives. It's stinking amazing. But I don't think it quite is. But I could be wrong. So I think we'll just have to see as we get more experience actually playing with the set. Okay. Rogue Operation is an action that says play, discard the top two cards of your deck, steal one for each house represented among the discarded cards. I love that. Then we have Recorded History. This is an action with an amber. When you play it, you reveal up to three cards of different houses from your hand. Archive each card revealed this way. One thing I love about actually playing this card, and I was really skeptical about it at first, and my friend Shaka uh, convinced me to, to give it another chance. One thing I love about this is if you have a, like, let's say your opponent has no amber, but you have rogue operation in your hand, you're like, yeah, this is awesome. I get to have that be my third card that I archive. So um, that, that actually is kind of cool. And even, you know, get an amber archive one honestly isn't bad. You do have to reveal it, which is a little gnarly with some cards, but uh, with most cards, it's fine. It's not a big deal to reveal it before you archive it. Okay. Pyro is a three-power robot with splash attack three, but you can play it as an upgrade instead of a creature, and it gives the creature it's attached to splash attack three. That's pretty cool. I love that. Then we have Photon Blast. It's an action that says play, deal two damage to a creature with one damage splash. If this damage destroys one or more creatures, make a token creature. Um, interesting. I mean, so I, I'll say... This is an example of using a token creature as an amber, but in this case, it's actually a little less than an amber because it's conditional. And like two damage, one splash, that's pound. So, um, they're they're actually tre treating a token creature as valued a slightly higher than the amber, which I guess depends on which token creature you have. Oh, yeah, then we have Future Booster. I love this. It's an artifact with an amber. It's an item. It says, Omni, look at the top card of your deck. You may put it on the bottom of your deck. Uh, love that that's a common. It really is a, a nice card. Um, early on, I thought, well, maybe what, what happens is I look and see if it's a card that I care to you know that I don't want to make into a token before I play something that makes a token and that's definitely a use of it but I actually think the huge value of this card is that you can start to shape what the bottom of your deck looks like so you might say okay I um, haven't drawn a lot of uh, let's say I haven't drawn a lot of Equidon so if I see an Equidon card I'm going to put it on the bottom of my deck and there, therefore, what I'll end up with at the end, when I get to the end of my deck, I'll have a huge handful of Equidon. Um, obviously, if you have a specific card that would make sense to bury, you can do that. But um, for for setting up like a really crazy, you know, 5-1 or 6-0 hand um, <clears throat> at the end of your deck, it's extremely nice. So I like Future Booster. That It actually feels like I've played, um, not a ton, but i played a little bit of flesh and blood and that feeling where you're pitching to um to pay but then that goes on the bottom of your deck uh, is that right yeah i think that's right 
Um, it's actually that kind of feel. Very cool. Okay, Echo Reflector is an upgrade with an Amber, and it, it gives the creature your opponent's keys cost plus three. It's a nice upgrade. Then we have Xeno Training. Uh, not new by any means. It's an action with an amber that says play for each house represented among friendly creatures. A friendly creature captures one. That is solid. Uh, Tactical Officer Moon is a four power human with assault two and play. You may rearrange the creatures in a player's battle line. Interesting. I don't know. Uh, I guess, yeah, I don't think that matters too much in Winds of Exchange compared to other sets. Um, as... I don't think it cares particularly more about battle line order, but still a good effect sometimes. And um, having that assault too is real cool. Then we have Stealth Stealthster, uh, who's a three power robot with elusive that can be played as an upgrade and give the creature it's attached to elusive. Nurse Soto is back from Worlds Collide, a three power human with deploy and play after fight and after reap you heal three damage from each of nurse soto's neighbors um that's interesting i don't think it's great value the moon either so not loving the creature selection here although um you know the the actions and artifact are pretty solid next we have badge of unity i love this one it's an upgrade. It says this creature belongs to House Star Alliance in addition to its other houses. Um, previously, you know, they, they ruled that if a card changes a creature's house, it uh, it is no longer the old house. But this has the specific in addition to war, uh, wording. So it actually would belong to, the, uh, to both houses, which is pretty awesome. Um, so pick a good creature, get twice the usage out of it here's a card i haven't seen yet temporal purge it's an action with an amber when you play it you flip each token creature face up this actually could be really good with strange shell um i take a lot of things back uh so temporal purge you play you flip each token creature face up and you put each non-token each non-creature card flipped this way into its owner's discard pile okay that's really interesting so actions or upgrades or artifacts uh, when they get flipped they go to the discard pile but creatures stay ready that's kind of cool i like that okay that is it for the star alliance by the way i don't think oh yeah i did i did say the deck name i feel better now all right let's go to mars whoa this is crazy art this is also a card i have not seen yet uh, looks like something terrible is happening to that Shadows creature. So this is, okay, I think this is uh, enhanced. This does not naturally have a pip. But this is a, a Ixlix Mesmerist, who's a five-power Martian. With action, a creature captures one from its own side. Oh, I had seen that. Okay, that that's pretty great. That's a really nice... Uh, that's a really nice effect. So this is essentially like a Mind Warper, but instead of being two power with Elusive, it's five power. Um, similar comparison to like between mother and daughter. Uh, so this one has an Amber Pip. This one does not, the second one. So that's cool. Ooh, and here is a Tixel Beam Buckler with a draw icon. That's so fun. 
hopefully we have lots of ways to bring this back to hand and replay it. Uh, so Tixel Beam Buckler is a four power Martian soldier with one armor. And when you play it, you deal two damage to a creature and you move it to either flank of its controller's battle line. Love it. And there's a non-enhanced one. Okay, nice. Next is Ironics Rebel. It's a two power Martian Ironics with Deploy, and when you play it, you ready each of its na Mars neighbors. So if you can put this between your Mesmerists, wow, great value. That's cool. I like it. Okay. Ooh, Clone Home. Cool. Clone Home is an action. When you play it, you make a token creature. If there are more friendly creatures than enemy creatures, archive Clone Home. Uh, yeah, really solid, really good way to keep the board, to keep ahead on board. Uh, wow. And then, and then we have psychic network. It's an action with play seal one for each friendly ready Mars creature. And, uh, ironics rebel can really help with that. It could set you up with two ready Mars creatures, even if you had none at the start of your turn. So, wow, that's, uh, that's pretty cool. Got two psychic networks. Oh man. Okay. Then we have Memrox the Red. Now, unfortunately, he does. I don't see any support for him. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. We have three more cards to go through after this. So let's hope we get something that helps Memrox. Memrox is a five power Martian. It says your opponent's cards cannot leave your archives, which is great with cards like Scoop Up or you could imagine with like Zookeeper or um, Mass Abduction. Uh, your opponent's cards cannot leave your archives. Action, gain one for each card in your archives. Um, but so far we haven't seen any cards that put our opponent's cards in archives. And in fact, the only archives we've seen is clone home archiving itself so um oh no that's not totally true we also have recorded history so you could potentially fire the action this for four if you set it up really well but that seems a little of a bummer i mean i guess the dream would be throw bat you know have clone home in the archives throw badge of unity on this thing uh and then play recorded history and archive three and then you can action this for four on both your Mars and Star Alliance turns. That'd be pretty cool. Destroy Them All is is a really good card. It is an action that says play, destroy an artifact, a creature, and an upgrade. Uh, I love that. We do have Scoop Up, yes. Scoop Up is very good for Memrox. Scoop Up is an action with an amber. When you play it, you put a friendly non-Mars creature and an enemy non-Mars creature into your archives and then standard Mars stuff. If that enemy creature would leave your archives, return it to its owner's hand instead. Now, what are there any friendly non-Mars creatures we would be stoked to archive? Nursoto. Mm, no, I'm going to say not so far, but we'll see what we get in Equidon. Maybe some good play effects. And then we have Destructive Analysis, which unfortunately does not work like you would hope. Um, it's an action with an amber. When you play it, you deal two damage to a creature. Okay, great. You may purge any number of cards from your archives. 
deal an additional two damage to the same creature for each card for each card purged this way but unfortunately the way scoop up works is um if you try to purge a creature with this your opponent's creature with destructive analysis the scoop up text is going to say well instead of being purged out of archives it's going to go to the opponent's hand so it's actually not uh those do not synergize well but that's okay um how much amber do we have so far one two three four five six seven eight that's our eighth plus you know we have rogue operation so actually uh so let's say we're at nine not a ton so far we'll see what we get there are some things i'm excited about um but actually this world's collide just feels like a little bit of a letdown for me i'm probably pretty happy to have some of these things come out as strange shells all right <clears throat> let's see what we get in the equidon so the old tinker this one is enhanced is a three power Getrukia artisan with elusive and after reap discard a card from your hand draw a card okay that's a very nice effect steward sue uzianye uh is a two power human artisan with enhance two ambers and one draw and we have seen those so far we saw an amber on the old tinker we saw an amber on this mesmerist and we saw a draw on the beam buckler so all that stuff is accounted for uh we'll see if we get anything else doesn't look like it probably next we have ornate talking tray it's an artifact with an amber it's an item and it has omni destroy ornate talking tray make a token creature um really good if you have an, a token creature you're excited about if you're less excited like about strange shell then maybe less important you could always auction it off auction off is an action with an amber when you play it you purge an artifact that's super good and its controller gains an amber next uh we have tiarhi squire a two power getrukia that says each friendly non-token creature gains destroyed make a token creature that's pretty interesting again ah, i just wish i had a better token creature okay trade secrets is an action when you play it you destroy any number of equidon cards from your hand and you steal an amber for each card discarded this way that's cool um and i could imagine a situation where you have a bunch of uh a bunch of things in as strange shells you bring them back to your hand and then play this and do it I don't know uh that seems that seems really cool i like it it also gives a lot of player agency for every card you're discarding you're choosing is it better to get one steal with this card or to get what i would normally get for the card pull up stakes is an action with an amber when you play it you shuffle two friendly creatures into their owner's decks and you return four enemy creatures to their owner's hands um that is a good way to take things that came out as tokens that are you're like oh no i actually wanted to draw that um put them back in and then put four enemy cards in your opponent's hand out negotiate it looks like we have two copies of this it's an action with an amber when you play it you choose a card in your opponent's discard pile and steal amber equal to the number of amber bonus icons on that card and put that card on the bottom of its owner's deck this is real hate for 
uh, Coda and Mass Mutation Untamed, as well as for Gruens in general. Uh, a lot of Untamed hate here, but it's good against uh, a lot of situations. Probably most of the time you end up stealing one, gain one, steal one, and you're putting an opponent's card on the bottom of their deck, but hopefully you, pick, you can pick a card that's not very helpful. All right, next we have Gesdruccio the Arcane, who's a three-power cyborg with action, steal two, flip Gesdruccio the Arcane face down, and it becomes a token creature. So this this comes out, and then um, action, steal two is a really powerful effect. Um, and three power is kind of high, actually, for a creature with that effect. So three power action steal two but when you do it you're going to flip it it's going to become a strange shell and now the cool thing is you could this would actually pair really well with temporal purge which lets you uh which lets you flip these things face up oh and i did not realize before it looks like temporal purge yeah, each token creature. So if your opponent has token creatures, they're getting flipped face up as well, which is, is quite interesting. All right, last two cards here. Mollusk Caller, of course we knew we were going to get that because if the creature, if the token creature is Strange Shell, that means you got a rare Mollusk Caller. Mollusk Caller is a four power Getrukia with four armor, and it says after reap for the remainder of the turn, each friendly strange shell gains plus three power and loses all abilities. So um, what are the abilities it loses? It loses the it can't fight or reap, and it loses the action ability. So now you can reap or fight with it and not do other things. Um, yeah. And that, that's pretty interesting. Um, it just seems like, well, I guess this is big enough. It has a chance. Um, but I just wonder if this is really likely to stay out in a situation that matters. Um, yeah, but suddenly having a board full of four power, four armor is actually pretty good. Lastly, we have Flea Market. This is an artifact and location, and it has action. Look at a random card in your opponent's hand. You may give your opponent one amber. If you do, play that card as if it were yours. I think that's crazy good. I'm really excited about this card and actually like can't wait to play that and see how it works. Um, overall, let's see how we did. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14 raw amber pips, plus uh, some, you know, steel and other good abilities. Um, this seems solid in amber generation. Um, this is going to be at least like a high average deck, I think. Um, has artifact control, has a purge artifact and a destroy artifact, has upgrade control, um, probably I think if this deck is lacking in anything it's board control what do we have as board control options we have beefy creatures okay but not that many really um, we have uh, we have pull up stakes that is potentially a little bit of board control but not amazing 
scoop up is great destroy them all is great uh beam buckler is okay Yeah, really, probably this deck struggles a little bit on board control, but maybe you can get ahead with the flea market and just enough to to be able to to for it not to matter. I mean, there's some interesting shenanigans going on here. Um, I certainly would hope I get that early. Okay, um, that was fun. I am excited about quite a few of these cards. Looking forward to actually playing this deck. This is Stainton, the enemy of Malibvitz. And uh, I hope you enjoyed it and that you'll get out there and forge some keys.